Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And you can tell our friends and they can have my things when we're dead. The Boys Cast, the official podcast of the boys. Boys, 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 boys. Daniel Polishuk, Ryan Long, and Matt Villigden just sent us this. One of the boys on the Patreon. Nice. And uh, you ready for it? Yep. Accidentally four boys. The <laughs> <laughs> girl comes out. She goes, "Listen, girls, sh- you should not be opening car doors for the boys. They can open for girls. They can open their own car doors. They're perfectly capable." Accidentally four boys. <laughs> girls can carry in their own groceries just as good as men can. Accidentally four boys. Hey, you and your friends were gonna go out, and me and the girls were gonna come, but we're all boycotting the event, so it's just gonna be you and the fucking guys there. Accidentally four boys. <laughs> anyway, that's that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! That's great. Yeah, we just got back. Uh, the tour dates were fucking sick. Chicago was sold out, which was awesome because you know everyone's yelling at you online like I'm not gonna freaking yeah, come, no, and then you go, "Well, yeah. I good, you can't because it's sold out." So, yeah, so. <laughs> sorry, Chicagoites. Okay, so you know, I, on, on the way here, I don't know if you've been seeing this lately, but we talked about transgender people. Yes. Girl the guy, back to girl, girl the guy, and they go, I'm um, four trans. Accidentally so four boys. boys. That's the thing. You have to a- you have to ask if um it's an even number or an odd number trans mm-hmm. to find out what their new gender yeah, yeah, is. Yeah, where we're at. But uh, I've been seeing we talked about on the podcast that okay, everyone's uh they there's all these articles being like everyone's wearing dresses right now, right? Mm-hmm. The guys. Yeah, that was the Met Gala. Every guy goes, oh, wacky, I'm wearing a dress. Well, that was, the Met Gala was everyone was wearing a dress. But even before that, we did an article where they were like, basically their their premise was uh, dudes are all wearing dresses now. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, that's, that's the future of thing, right? right? Which basically is back to Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Accidentally, <laughs> four boys. <laughs> but um, on yes. the way yeah. here, I saw... Two different guys back to back wearing dresses. Now, full, like a sundress or just like a skirt? Two, uh, dip one of each. Oh. One was a straight up wacky, like nightgowny style, like dress, like flowing in the wind, yeah. frolicking type of dress, okay. right? And then the other one was like a jean situation with some buttons on it. Hmm. Yes, but weird th- to be making that move in October. That seems like more of a July. Well, that's what they were sort of saying. It's the summer of boys and dresses, right? I'm saying it's October. It's the middle of October already. Well, yeah, no, for sure. This is not the the time for it. But they, who? I'm, I mean, I didn't I didn't follow them and ask them. These guys could have been on the trend all summer. Now, oh right, right, right. yeah, yeah. They're not. They're not just getting. Well, I don't know it. who these two guys were. Cool, but- cool guys. <laughs> moral of the story is they're fucking sick. They're fucking no, but sick. this is the thing. It's like yeah, they were, but they were both also flamboyantly gay Mm -hmm. so it's like no it's not men are wearing dresses it's 
gay dudes wear dresses now. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I didn't even think that was like, I thought you when you're saying I saw two guys wearing dresses, you're like, there's two straight guys wearing dresses. I've seen no. gay guys wearing dresses. Well, back to back is funny, though. Legitimately yeah. back to back. Yeah, yeah, that's... But it's just so funny because the articles, they go, it, it, like, oh, men are wearing dresses. And it's like, well, no. Gay men are wearing dresses. It's like it's like you're making. Do you think a, of fucking our Saudi listeners right now are just literally like they just fucking smash their phone. They're like, we're not all gay, okay? <laughs> but it's just it's sort of the thing I say before, where it's like the equivalent of saying men wear do rags, and it was like, well, yeah, a very specific type of man. Yeah, well, cool. they don't want a cool man. <laughs> yeah, a very specific type of cool man. But so Playboy. Um, and by the way, we're recording this a few days earlier because we're going on tour for a week again. Yeah. So we might be a little late to the punch on a couple can, things. We're sure, usually fairly we're timely. Sure. Can I actually tell you one? Oh, yes, Because we're talking about cool men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is we were in this bar. No, we were in this bar in Chicago on Saturday night after the show. I don't know if you remember this, but there was this guy there. The, there was so you probably okay, I'm, you, I'm with you so okay. far. So there's this guy at the bar by himself. He was dressed like he was out of the '60s, and all his stuff. Oh, remember yeah. that? All his stuff was like he he was by himself, and he's just sitting there, just staring into the distance, like reading Nietzsche. Yeah, and he had like his luggage was like from like he had like this like suitcase thing, but it was like obviously all like from the '60s, right? Well, he looked by like himself. a caricature. He of looked a human like the, being. he honestly looked like the bar paid him <laughs> yeah. as like ambiance or whatever. He's just like chilling there. He looked cool as shit. He looked, the only thing he was missing was smoking a cigarette. And I was laughing. A long cigarette. Like too. a long cigarette. And it was like, he was at, looked like he was like a, he was a black guy. He looked like he was at like a jazz bar in the sixties. He looked cool as shit, but the best, my favorite thing was, I, I was the only one who found this funny. This guy is fucking just like dopey dude in like a Cubs jersey walks over to him. Who's just like, this guy's just like drunk. And he goes, they start talking. He goes, Hey, where do you get your clothes? Like this guy's going to start dressing like this guy all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> like you're wearing a fucking Cubs jersey in a bar, like a, not even like a like a knockoff like Chinese one. Yeah. He goes, "Hey, where do you get your clothes from?" The guy's like, "I get them from a vintage store." And he goes, "I could be, cool. I could run that." Well, yeah. that's what I've been saying on stage lately. Is that <laughs> you when you're a guy, once you hit thirty, you go, "That's your image." Yeah, it's 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 very difficult for you at thirty, like thirty five years old, to be like. Maybe I go Western. Yeah, but you better at least be dressing trendy as is, as a, some kind of trend. You're not going to get super. You're not going Cubs jersey, stained Cubs jersey at the bar to fucking. <laughs> well, go, yeah. I'm going to go cool. It's, it's you chic. showing up with some look like that. Yeah, exactly. And you go, what the fuck? Well, they had, uh, yeah, so speaking of men. Yeah. Uh, also speaking. <laughs> well, originally you said speaking of men. So also speaking of men. Cool men. The, um, this is just a small thing, but like. So they, cause so Playboy has been over the years basically telling their audience to eat a dick. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> well, there's, I, I think it's that. And also they're just like, what, what are we? Well, they, what happened was they did an article on their online, just like anywhere else. 2015, Playboy, like any other magazine, was doing worse. They transitioned online. They did an article like, women should be great. It went viral from people that don't even watch Playboy, and they kind of leaned the fuck into that, they right? This is us now. But now, they've leaned in so hard where they have a guy on the cover of Playboy, right? <laughs> <laughs> a gay guy. Well, of course, it's a gay guy, right? Yeah. But it was just the 
obviously the only I think Playboy is hoping to do is go viral and get back in the news or whatever, right? But I, I, to me, I was just loving so much the the like the old guy oh, yeah. who was a Playboy guy. Oh, me too. And he goes, <laughs> he goes to the like the convenience store, and he goes, you know what? I haven't had a good wank in a while. <laughs> Or orders the new edition. He just orders online the new edition of Playboy. Yeah, he opens. He brings it to the bathroom. Gets ready to spank it because his wife's in the kitchen making food. <laughs> he sneaks it in there, opens it up. What the fuck? I know. Well, remember because back he's in the calling day- them complaining. Uh yeah, I was just about to jerk off and. uh yeah, there, yeah, I don't know if it's a mistake, but there's a. If, yeah. You sent me the Playgirl. Yeah, I think there's a typo here. But they have. You think Hugh Hefner envisioned Playboy 2021? <laughs> Just gay men on the cover. <laughs> hey, half is this how you saw this going? Yeah, he died, right? Yeah, he's dead. Oh, talk Basically, about a killing oh, a legacy. No, no, he died at the perfect time. Like he died at the abs <laughs> because he died, and then the magazine started doing. I poorly. forgot that he died. Yeah, he died. The magazine started doing like Hugh Hefner, the guy who like you know had ninety girlfriends, all Playboy <laughs> playmates, like the fucking height of like you know this Playboy dude, like the term Playboy. Yes, like, Hugh Hefner. <laughs> you might say he was somewhat of a Playboy. Well, somewhat of a Playboy. Yeah. Okay. And then now he's just like, yeah, let's just slap some gay dudes on the cover. <laughs> Dude, I was it just sucks fucking dying because the only people that actually probably buy that hard copy are no, there, there's no hard copy. seventy. No, no, they don't exist. So they're all. That's because I was. Well, you so, still might. The only guys that are no maybe even copy. go to the website to spank to Playboy. Well, that's I guess none of them do because they're <laughs> seventy and they're just like you know. How are you supposed to compete with Pornhub if you're Playboy? It's For imp- sure, impossible. Like it's one of those things where it's almost like Playboy went trans, where they're like the whole brand is like you know we're we're like it was a transition. We're, we're a trans- <laughs> brand we're transitioning to a new because they put last year they put a trans woman on the cover and they go this is the first trans person on a playboy sure right and then even you know the guys who are like i can let this slide yeah this is okay fine they're still titties still titties and there's still women in the rest of the issue but the dudes just dressed up like a girl yeah they're They're like like, how much can i take you're not even hiding it now this is (laughs) It's a straight up a dude's tits now. I wish though that they had the physical copies because you know they used to send them to you. You didn't get it wasn't a Playboy. It was like in like a paper bag because right. they had to conceal. Yeah, that's you what it was. It was not marked package. Unmarked package. You're doing this really naughty thing. And <laughs> now it's extra naughty. <laughs> Dude, Playboys eventually you just open it up and it's just like two guys jacking each other off. <laughs> No, it is. No, it's, it's just, just, a, it's just sucking a zip, a, fucking throbbing just, cock through a bl- Playboy Oriole. magazine twenty like forty is just a Ziploc bag full of a man's cum. <laughs> <laughs> you just open it up and go, "Where's the magazine? What is this? It's just a bunch of cum." <laughs> yeah, so, so enjoy it, you fucking bigot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, holy oh, shit! And the but the also like Playgirl, they had one that was for girls. So if you're into gay, if you're gay. You would already watch. Or a woman. Yeah, or yeah. gay or, but yeah, you would already have one and it's called Playgirl. Yeah, they had a. So now they're like, so Playgirls, what is Playgirl going to be uh, hot, chicks now? Hot, <laughs> trans. So basically they just switch them. <laughs> just like trans men. 
or something. Just, yeah. No, but just uh, it'll trans like play girl, which is supposed to be for the guys. Is just gonna be like a chick wearing over wearing a man's outfit. Yeah, just like some, everybody just some <laughs> a chick with hot, like a tool belt. <laughs> some super hot chick and some old guy calls up. He goes, "I'd like to cancel my prescription subscription to Playboy, and I'd like a subscription to Play Girl, please." Now, <laughs> that's what I mean. I don't know what's going on over there, but I guess I like Play Girl. Yeah. So they basically uh, they just they, they switched it where you but some other guy has to be like oh, i guess i'm jerking off to playgirl <laughs> oh fuck so that's, stupid that's so funny but okay so uh well actually you know what it's kind of funny is that um so i was when we were kids there was this guy his name was salisbury and he had he was this dude and his dad had like this crazy collection of porn right okay and we didn't, he was one grade older and we used to always go to his house and try to like go in the garage when they were there and look at the porn. Oh. And then one time we went to, it was funny, we all brought like nine of us with our skateboards, we knocked on the door, he came to the door, we go, hey, uh, do you want to come skateboard? And he was like, yeah, I mean, I don't know you guys and I don't skateboard. And we're like, can we see your porn? <laughs> I just remember him being like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I mean, that like, used to be a big thing. Ah, uh, shit. I never saw, I know a lot of people have been like the porn in the woods thing. I never found porn in the woods. I know a lot of people we know are like, yeah. That's, you, a, you, that's a cliche almost. That almost yeah. a cliche, but I, I remember hearing that. I go, all these people are like, yeah, I found porn in the woods. And where I used to live, there was a wooded area, but definitely wasn't ever finding porn around there. No, you never. No, but if you did find porn, you know, you went to go buy porn that was just a guy's wood. Nice. Accidentally for our boys. Accidentally for the boys. <laughs> uh, James Woodward. Can we get a nice bending guitar? The uh, So Superman's gay now, right? Um, saw that. On the top. That was today. Yeah, that was Superman's gay. Well, I know, again, so that was today, but it's going to be in a couple of days. For you think it. regular Superman's like, I have no son? <laughs> <laughs> like it's like like it'd be funny if the angle was you know Superman's gay Superman because Superman Junior I know Superman, that, at right? least they did that they go it's not Superman Superman Junior but then it would be funny if like Superman didn't approve of it at all because he's like a real old school fifties dude you know right yeah like it's because obviously he's, they go they go son <laughs> I accept you but it's like it'd be really I'm not coming to the wedding yeah. really funny angle it goes I have no son. Yeah, you see Superman is just like uh, uh, searching on the internet for like uh, fucking pray away the gay camps. <laughs> or, or like whatever, like he comes home for Thanksgiving and Superman's like, Superwoman's here. Yeah, oh, super, oh, so he's Superwoman showed, decided to show up. Yeah, goes, Dad, I'm Superman. He wakes up to getting flown to Mike Pence's, <laughs> Mike Pence's church <laughs> where they pray away. By the way, uh, fucking, we know a guy who went to pray away the gay camp, right? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, fucking JC best. Yeah, 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 right. And he said a lot of it is yelling at pillows and stuff. So a lot of it is, <laughs> and then having gay sex at night. No, they no that no they didn't really do that. I thought he said he was like smashing. No, I think that might have been a joke. But I think a lot oh. of them was like it's the the, the don't be gay camps when you're. <clears throat> Like when they send it to 15-year-olds, mm -hmm. that's kind of what happens. Mm -hmm. But this is like an adult. I have oh, a wife is, and a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gay you're kid. like, you're like, I'm This is 30. like, I'm, this isn't my parents send me here. They're like, no, this is, I, re I have a wife and kids. I actually can't be I'm gay. I'm checking myself into <laughs> rehab, basically. Yeah, this is, this is serious. I'm I can't checking be gay in. Right. No more cum and butthole. <laughs> no more freaking fun at all. <laughs> So yeah, they, basically he said it's a lot of screaming at your pillow, like because uh, uh, they find out maybe you're gay because of your dad. So you pretend the pillow's your dad, and you go, ah, ah, ah. 
I wonder like, if they like ever it's go, a rage room. Wonder, a lot of not being gay is like a rage yeah, room. Yeah, it's like a rage room. Just go smash a bunch of plates. <laughs> I wonder if it ever comes back to you. Go, you know who's made me gay? God. I'm gonna pretend God's the pillow, and they go, no, 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 it's no, not no. God. No, no, God didn't do this to you. God's trying to help you out of this jam. Yeah. <laughs> God's trying to help you out of That's this That's why gym. we're here. We're trying to help you out of this. Yeah, don't, God, blame, don't blame God. No, God's on your team, buddy. But uh, so, but also it said that he's, so they went full out where they said that he's like, um, he, he's, uh, he, what was the thing they said? He's trying to uh, like stop climate change. Then he's yeah, like, he's all the, like it's all the things. <laughs> yeah, 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 he's all the things. <laughs> I, saw, I guess I saw someone saying that Superman did fight the Klan or something in the 60s. So yeah. maybe he'll, that'll be the one thing that him and his dad can bond over. Right, is, right, right. His tights and... Uh, no whites. And no whites and fighting the Klan. So I, f- I found probably... There's two funny headlines in a Did row. Did they both stuff their package or they got huge hogs? <laughs> well, they fucking has a nice piece, yeah. So he has to be a uh, uh, he has to be a receiver because he has too he's packing too much heat to be a taker. Imagine you're fucking Superman in the ass. The only thing that could kill him is kryptonite. There's two in a row. I, the the first the first one's just I'm just gonna tell you a funny headline that I saw after a year of trying to be a single dad. I'm finally pregnant again. So it's just <laughs> it's just a, this yeah. is good wholesome by stuff. Yeah, yeah. But this is probably someone sent me this. And it was an actual paper in a university. And this is probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen. It goes, uh, Japan's sacred sumo and the exclusion of women. I saw that. And the idea. It's, it's a, no, I was, yeah, I saw that. It's a lecture. It's on October 20th. We can actually watch it. We, oh, fuck. If we went it's coming, to it. No, no, we can't. Oh, well, we, I guess we could go to it. I think it's in the UK. Maybe not. But uh, yeah, it's, I think it's in the UK. But we can watch it. For sure. I bet we could ask questions too. Like I bet there'll be like a Q&A session where we go, hey, so uh, do you think the problem is they're just not fat enough? Fat enough for this? <laughs> where do you find fat enough pigs? Yeah. Yeah, you go, you go, what do you think the issue is? Are the girls just not fat enough? Are they too fat? <laughs> also, I look. You know, it's a weird thing, by the way, in this, because you sent me this link. And so there's like. I guess they're doing another lecture that's unrelated to it, but it's like, as you scroll down, it's called Whales of Power. <laughs> and I go, Whales of Power and female. I'm like, what the fuck? And What's then Whales like, of Power. Like, if you click, like, if you look at the link, it says it's like hf.iuio slash whatever, blah, 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 slash English slash research. Tell me it's fact. Slash girls. Whales of Power, but it's like unrelated to this. But I go, I'm like, man, you're calling them Whales of Power? But who are they calling Whales of Power? I think it's actually about whales. I oh. think it's about whales, <laughs> but then they also have a sumo thing that's unrelated. But they just had like, them back to back, back to back, because it's in the link. It says whales of power. I would like you go. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good to ask questions. You go there and you go. So, um, were you inspired to do this to try to get your mom a job? <laughs> um, uh, I'm here with Danny and uh, him and his mom want to sign up for this. <laughs> but um, do they go topless? You think? No. Oh, that's a good point. Do they have to wear a big onesie like Earthquake and Typhoon? Yeah, like, do they go exactly? Is it Earthquake and Typhoon? Always, me and Waldo went home with these two girls once, and we always say that we went home with Earthquake and Typhoon. If you're listening to this, pause your pause the fucking uh, phone and look up a picture of Earthquake and Typhoon. <laughs> Tag team duo, Earthquake and Typhoon. But... It basically, this is one of those things where I would make that video and be like, we need more women sumo wrestlers, of right? Course. Well, that's the thing. You go, listen, there's a girl out there right now, you know, a, a mini honey boo-boo. 
And she knows that she'll never be able to be a fat fucking whale in, in a ring pushing someone out of a thing. It's a tough life, though, being a fucking sumo wrestler. Like, so much eating. Well, so much. No, but it's like <laughs> they, the way they have like their camps and stuff. And it's like they have to just like they train all the time. Like, it's like they're almost like they're treated like not. I want to say animals, but it's like. The whole no, no, no. You're crazy. off on that. They're like high class. They're high class. But like to get to that point. Oh, you're saying the lower guys. Yeah, get, like the They just put them in a trough. It's like really grueling training. Really? Yeah. Uh, like, and also, I'm like, well, you would know. <laughs> I would. Know. It was tough for you. It was tough for me. They, I couldn't eat. I couldn't eat all the fucking. You go meat. in there. Couldn't eat it. all the gruel. Yeah. <laughs> they, they said. Okay. Well, they said there. They go in a guest lecture. Uh, this Lindsay Dewitt Pratt, a postdoctoral fellow at the Grant University. So this is what she's doing. She's already has her doctor, but now she's working on this whole sumo project. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, this goes back to what we were saying last week about how useless college is for so many people. That's correct. Whereas if you, this is this is what's called sunk cost right here. Okay. <laughs> so we, we, you'll learn this in economics if you actually That's spend correct. your money well. So you basically go get this useless fucking education, and you go, oh, well, I got to keep going because I spent all this money. I'm 100 G's deep. 200 G's if she's doing this nonsense. And then she gets like an internship and she's like, what do I do? And they go, oh, why aren't there enough women in sumo? I'm going to spend the next two years researching Probably this. just like, you know, rinse some fucking foundation for some grant money so you could be like, I'm going to research why there aren't women in sumo. It's so funny. Yeah, she says... Uh, they will give you the rich cultural history of the sumo wrestler. The Japan Sumo Association, a quasi-governmental corporation. So it's sumo sort of socialized. Yeah. It's kind of like the Olympics, you know what I mean? Where you kind of work for the government almost. It, I think, it, yeah, it is. In, in uh... Champions itself, a custodian of a divine affair cultivated by male deities and mortal men and exclusivity of women. And the funny part was the author wasn't that fat either. No, she's just pretty... <laughs> Which is even funnier, you know what I mean? <laughs> she's like, she's going around to other fat girls and being like, you have fucking... The fact that you can't be a sumo wrestler. She, it's like a sketchy did kind of, but it's like she probably has like a like a little board and it says like, why aren't there women in? And That's then a correct. wheel of words. This was straight up the wheel spinning and wheel landed on why sumo aren't wrestling. Why in sumo? Okay. The next two years of my life dedicated to this, <laughs> to writing this wrong. That's the thing. They like, we need a girl fat bastard. Also, That's the thing. Girls always, they switch the, do the gender swap to the good characters, but you never see any polling for like, <laughs> we need a female fat bastard, you know? Also like Japanese women. We are need like a female penguin. Japanese women are like pretty slight. Like, That's true. Japanese men are pretty slight. They're getting like the serious outliers for the sumo. Yeah. There's and probably then, not a good lot of girls that are at that weight class. No. Like Japanese women are like the whole thing is they're all like, yeah, we're all like small. We're, we're not a fucking America, a country of obese people. We fatten up certain people to compete in this thing. And it's tough. And it's tough. But they're like, we don't have a bunch of people who look like sumo wrestlers walking around. Do you know what I was thinking about the body positivity movement that's kind of funny is so if you take these, let's say a, a 600 pound guy, 600 pound girl, and their thing is kind of like hey, like, we're just as hot or whatever. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, so when you masturbate, do you do that to someone else, the 700 pounds? Like, is that, you know what I mean? Like, if you're if you're a 700-pound guy being, like, body positivity is everything, do you only, like, when you fucking look up porn, are you only looking up other 700-pound people? Look, that's if a, you're a girl, a like, you say you're this six, no. you know those six 800-pound girls or whatever where, like, your whole, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the whole, their whole thing is, 
how hot I am, actually. If anything, I'm just as hot, right? Yeah. When they think of a guy that's like they're fantasizing about a guy, are they picturing another person their size? Yeah, like is it Brad Pitt or is it John Panette? Or something like, right are they exactly are they typhoon or are whatever. they picturing john john benet <laughs> isn't that sort of you know yeah no right but there's nothing i guess there's like there's nothing wrong with that well exactly well why are they you know why is it only one way why don't you think that's so hot either i mean the the most important thing is that gq and all those women's magazines think that that is the height of beauty sumo. that's sumo do you know what I was? I was saying this to you on the plane, but because there's all those uh, things where they go. Um, Wouldn't it be funny actually if they can't find sumo wrestlers in Japan, but then they just be like, you know what we'll do? We'll just find all the new female models in America. Yeah, <laughs> big enough. It's just all fucking like all those vanity. Yeah, fans, like all those magazines that are like glamour magazines, just like some six hundred pound chick on the cover. Yeah, so you go to the sumo match and it's all Japanese guys, white women from right, fucking women from Wisconsin. <laughs> and then they go in America. She's a model, and they're like, yeah, what? yeah, yeah. yeah. Go, yeah, look at this fucking cover of magazines. But um, they were with uh, the plane seats. The, one of the things that was because you know how they always say, oh, if 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 a, if men had kids, abortion would be you know not an issue or whatever. It'd be mm-hmm. so much legal. Which maybe there's some truth to that, but I was kind of also going through some of the other scenarios where you're like, or because imagine you know still really it's based it's fifty fifty with women too, right? Where they're like are really against it, like for yeah, example. Yeah. So there would still be that, right? But how funny would it be if you're in charge and you and then you're like as a man and you got to weaponize it where you got you get pregnant and then your chicks there like in, but you're dating a chick that like really wants to have a baby. Be like a Christian girl, and you're just like, you know what? Uh, you know, go get me some sandwich. She goes, I don't want to. You go, I'll just call it the abortion place. <laughs> <laughs> you just, imagine that. You go, she's like, do not kill my baby. You go, oh, depends on what you're gonna do for me for six months. Yeah, like <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, I mean, I'm sure there's chicks who probably do that where the guy yeah. really wants it, and they're go, just like, ah, I don't know. And I would love to be able to do that where the girl goes, she goes. Oh, man, I, I don't want to do anything. I go, ah, I'm feeling like a back rub. I'm a, you know, if you want to just come over and give me that. And you go, no, it's like, oh, okay, what's that? But, um, what's hey, uh, Dr. Kevorkian? Yeah. Kevorkian? <laughs> Kevorkian? Just call an Uber to the fucking abortion clinic? Yeah, so I don't know if that's exactly true, but they say, but I'll tell you, there probably are some things that are like that. And But the other way around, I was saying, as a person that's six foot three, mm-hmm. every time... Um, because me and Danny were on the plane and we sat in the runway for five uh, five hours, Brutal. which we'll talk about in one second. But uh, the, because the Southwest thing, but if if women were the same size as men, they would planes would not be that cramped. There are so many things that they're very cramped, and that's be- if women were our size, that would not be the case. That's my, that I'm positing that. Um, yeah, probably. If everybody well, was out, they yeah. would complain so much that, yeah. Also, men have more money so then they can afford the upgrades to the more legroom seats as well. Well, I guess. But I honestly think that women have a more powerful lobby in general, especially with stuff like this, like comfort. And they're just better at complaining. They're better at, yeah. Well, yeah, they would be focused on that problem. So I really do think that if women were our size, Mm -hmm. you know, on average, the plane seats would be suit, would be more suited to what their body is. I agree. That's yeah. Those I fucking 
hate spending even a minute more on an airplane than I have to. Yeah. It's hell. So the other thing was the um, <clears throat> this, I don't know if you've heard this, but this kind of relates to the Superman thing, but do, have you heard the term Shiro's Journey? Uh, no, but I can kind of assume what it is. So when they do the gender swaps, right? What do you mean gender swaps? Like they do, you know, where it's like a, uh, like a, a Superman's a girl yeah, now, or okay, whatever yeah, it is, yeah. right? <clears throat> so I heard this, I think it was that nerd rotic guy or something, but he said, I, he, I, I think the term like people does are saying. Does Kamala Harris, does Mike Pence to Kamala Harris count? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But th- they just described it the better than I've ever heard. So the normal hero's journey is in a you know the in the simplest way possible is what movies have been based on is like the guy gets called to do something he basically turns it down at first ends up doing it then he has to to learn something about himself and then he grows as a person where he's kind of different afterwards and he was able to accomplish this thing you know Mm -hmm. the you know the most classic versions of he was not paying attention to his kids and only doing work. And then at the end, he realizes family's more. He, he realizes something about himself or she or whatever, right? Yeah. The new version where it's the girls, the new version is the character starts out awesome, but everyone else doesn't realize they're awesome. So the, everyone else tells them they're not awesome. And then for a moment, they start to believe they're not awesome. <laughs> and then at the end, they realize they were awesome and everyone else realizes. So in the new movie, the other people, the periphery characters learn the lesson. Interesting. I also thought there'd be- Isn't a, that accurate? Where it'd be like, it's also like, there's an element where it's like, it's just men's fault. Well, like yeah, too, but, but sometimes well, I'm it could awesome be, and men are saying it could I'm be, not. you know, the other white girl that's a bully or whatever. Right. Yeah. But the, the gist is in the old version of like storytelling, which is biblical and kind of, you know, uh, one of those like almost universe, uh, us yeah. almost, yeah, universal truth just like to some, whatever, that's the whole like young stuff or whatever. Right. But the difference is instead of you learning the, the protagonist doesn't learn the, the lessons. All, the, the, all of the antagonists learn the lessons <laughs> and the protagonist realizes they actually were awesome all along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that funny? It's, sounds it's, great. It's kind of what happened, though. Sounds great. <laughs> okay. Uh, but Okay, so this Southwest thing. Yeah. Let's talk about this for a second. Yeah. The So me, we were on the plane for like... We, we were flying Southwest, though. So. No, we but... Were, we were flying Delta. Well, So this is what basically... In a nutshell, what happened was everyone's saying that because all of everyone's quitting because of COVID. Well, no, 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 no. So, so, so the Southwest thing that's okay. happening is over the weekend. Today's Monday, if but it'll be you'll be listening, but whatever. So who knows? Maybe this will be uh, cleared up by then. But so on the weekend, they canceled like thirty percent of all their flights. <laughs> like they canceled two thousand flights this weekend, and they said it was because of weather. And they go because of weather and some like FAA controller issues. They didn't have enough control. It didn't make any sense. It was because not- none of the other airlines had these issues. It wasn't it was- even raining either place we were. Florida had like a three-hour weather thing. In somewhere in Jacksonville on Saturday, but it's like there's other airlines that fly all out of JetBlue. Not nobody had any of these issues, right? So uh, Southwest is has had something where their union was basically saying like we will not be forced to get the COVID vaccine. Southwest gave an ultimatum that by like sometime in November, everybody who hasn't received the vaccine is going to be fired, right? So so Southwest said it had nothing to do with that at all, but apparently what's happening is that all these. Uh, employees, pilots, all this stuff have sick days saved up that they're planning to get fired. So then they're like, we have to use up all our sick days. 
Nice. Right. They just have all these sick days. That's kind of the prevailing theory at the moment is that they have all these sick days and that they need to use them up. And so they're just they're just like and there must be some sort of coordinated (laughs) thing too. even though it's like they're saying it's not where they're like, we're just going to use all our sick days up. And that's what's happening. So like we were thankfully we're not flying southwest uh, to go to Texas or whatever because I was looking at it. But it's uh, yeah. Yeah, the wildest stuff is. But it could happen to to other airlines too. Yeah, the firing people, and you know, just the idea of if you thought airline like Southwest being like, you know, you thought airlines sucked before. Well, guess what? Now the good news is the guy who's handling your bags uh, is vaccinated. (laughs) The bad news is he's never done this before. Like, hey, you see, the, you remember how fucking, uh, like, flight attendants can barely know, like, wh- what they're doing to begin with? Oh. And they're, uh, pay- like, now it's going to be a guy who's never even been on a plane before. <laughs> and Southwest prides themselves on, like, we're, like, we're the best airline in America, and they have all these, and now everybody's, they're fucking everybody over. Well, this But stuff- if this extends to other airlines, because, again, I don't know what the, like, remember we had the fucking base oh. pilot. When we went to Cincinnati. I know. So there's probably a lot of based pilots. Yeah, there's a lot of based pilots. Yeah, there's a lot of based pilots. This guy was fed up. Yeah, and so I guess a lot of them are getting fed up, and they go like, look, we don't need to be vaccinated to fly a plane. It makes no sense. They're like, we're, we're in, not even contacting We're in a people. locked cockpit. Yeah. So they're like, let us fucking, and they're just, you know, as I guess more of a PR thing, but well, the, these airlines, they you know, you can't just find pilots. Of course not. Yeah, it's not like, hey, uh... Like, they're not going to be like a job fair where they're fucking just going to hire a thousand new pilots. Put an ad on Craigslist. You know what's a weird thing, too, is which is a real predicament in America, is that, like, because if you ever fly in, like, Asia and stuff, they're all American pilots. Like, they, like, and yeah. I had a friend in high school who was Canadian. And they he, did that study that was in uh, well, that like book the, where American pilots are better because uh, in that culture, like, yeah, they were but more also subservient. people, remember, were, do you not yeah, remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. In, in Freakonomics. Freakonomics, right? Yeah. But also, like, there's just this thing where people are just like, they want, I don't know what it is, but they're just like, people want, you know, like, they can't import, like, they're importing software fucking engineers, like, coders, being like, oh, we'll just take a thousand pilots from India. Like, people, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's the training or whatever, but, like, they can't do that. Why, why is so, and I guess the reason is, and this is kind of like the same shit that happens with uh, speech on the internet and stuff like that, is these companies are sort of held hostage by the government because they get these massive fucking bailouts and subsidies There's and stuff that, like that. So they got to play ball with what well, they, people want. I don't even know if it's that because I don't think the government forced them. I think- No, they, they don't force them, but- like here, here's, it's it's the same thing of like you know I'll just walk this way and if you happen to get mm-hmm. there it's like oh hey uh, everyone who wants this kajillion dollar subsidy or you know bailouts when you know however much gazillion dollars these places got yeah kajillion uh, gazillion trillion gazillion <laughs> whatever but then yeah, they yeah. kind of say like well. Unless you don't, if you don't, I mean, it's up to you. You don't have to take it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it's like, you know, it's it's coercion, not. Uh, there's also an element, too, where it's like uh, other airlines start, you know, they get ahead of you and they go, the first, so American goes, okay, we're doing everybody vaccinated. And then United's like, we're going to have everybody vaccinated. And then you're like, well, we're not going to be the only airline that's not doing that. 
Like you don't want to be like the one airline. You kind of do because then but you do, but I don't really think you want especially you get the when talent. But when you're public, like a public company, they're like you don't want that scrutiny being like fucking like dude, you know how much shit like a airline's going to take for being like, "Oh, we we don't care about that." No, vaccine. I know. Like people are like already like locked in a plane. They're nervous about that stuff. Ugh. Dude, so many people are like, "I'm not flying the airline." So then they force it and then all these employees realize like especially at an airline, they're like, "We can fucking shut down this whole thing." Dude, things are getting wild. I know. In fucking Australia, the guy. That was crazy. <laughs> he, we and Danny were watching this video. Got too long to play, but this dude is kind of going around the internet, but he basically, uh, the people showed up at his house. Cops, not the, yeah, the cops. Yeah, the cops showed up from like the, the COVID cops. Yeah, the COVID cops. <laughs> and COVID they showed up at his cops. house with a picture. They pull out an envelope and they have a picture of him at a protest and they go, this you? A picture of a Facebook post yeah, from six <laughs> months ago. And they go, is this you? And he did goes, you leave your house to go outside? Yeah, did you leave your house six months ago to go to this protest? All units, all units on board right now. Uh, we all have to report. We have a six-month-old six Facebook post. A certain John Thompson was out enjoying the weather, and we cannot have that. It's the nuttiest stuff. Dude, it's crazy. Well, in Europe... It's- and he goes, was this you? And he goes, I don't remember. And they go, was this... And he goes... And then he's like, well, if this is a Black Lives Matter protest, which was happening two weeks... Have later, you gone into any of their houses? Yeah, yeah, and they're like... And they're like, it's like when you ca- caught, uh, catch like a parent in a thing, and they go, it's not about that. It's about this. And yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And and then in Europe, they fucking... Say that again? <laughs> I knew. I, I didn't think that was going to slide. Who's up? <laughs> in Europe, <laughs> they, this fucking dude... Do you see the speech stuff YouTube that's happening comments, in Germany? do your thing. So in Germany... <laughs> In Germany, at 6 a.m. September 8th, the German Twitter user, Paul Zoe, was awoken to six police officers demanding access to his home. They were there to gather evidence for a criminal investigation. What potential crime prompted this? Calling the interior and sports minister for the city of Hamburg a dick on Twitter. Dude, six officers. And you know, it's like Germany, their whole thing... Is they're so sensitive about being Nazis? Yeah. But can you imagine when you go massive course busting into someone's house with six people and in the middle of the night because of something he posted and then being like, no, we're making sure you're not a Nazi. Yeah, yeah totally. I know. No, no, no. We're the good guys. Here. We're making sure you're not. But they actually had that with one. There was another one where they go, um, Germ- in the in Germany, September, a French court. Oh, so this one's a French court. Find an activist 10,000 for depicting President Emmanuel yeah. Macron as Hitler. As Hitler, oh, oh, yeah. That wasn't Germany. That wasn't Germany. But, but it is like with Germany, it's like they're legitimately going to people's houses, rounding them up, and then they're being <laughs> like, well, just making sure that you're not a Nazi. Not a Nazi. We don't want to say anything bad. About- I, it's also it's like you don't want to say anything bad about government officials. Yeah, it's not like you're not even like, hey, we're 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 here because not that this is acceptable in any way, but they're like, oh, you called like a citizen, like and like you, you exactly. you're like you're like, oh, don't criticize the government. We're here <laughs> and go, hmm. I know. How have I seen this before? They said in Germany, police searched more than eighty dwellings. They seized smartphones and laptops while 96 subjects were questioned about hateful posts and including insulting a female politician. Dude, if they got oh a- wait. 
I didn't know it was a female well, apologist. Yeah, that's oh, fair. No, what? Oh, I'm sorry. Ryan, oh, okay. Fuck that. No, <laughs> yeah, I, t- yeah. I take back everything I said. Good no, work. No, no, fucking put him in the gulags. Fuck that guy. <laughs> don't say shit about a female politician. That's true. You know how hard her life has been? No, I'm, I, I want to apologize. First off, she's like a of minister of, of sport, which is like mostly men. That's a tough gig. Can you imagine if your group chats leaked to these people? Oh, my God. You'd be fucking done, bud. I mean, I fully expect like our friends in Canada to be like, this is the six months from now being like, oh, dude, they found out about our group chats. Oh, my God. So I, it is. I we're we're going to both get extradited back to Canada. <laughs> we get we're like a Pearson dude, fucking in cuffs. No, we have to be. We're uh, whatchamacallit. The like the Edward Snowden and those people were. Oh, we're uh, ref, like we're like not ref, not, not refugees. refugees but, yeah. you know, when you take asylum. Yeah, asylum. Yeah. We're going to seek asylum in like, Cuba. <laughs> we have to seek asylum in Cuba. It's like, what happened? We weren't nice. We weren't nice in our group chat. We're calling people fat. <laughs> I, we said so, we said a female comedian wasn't funny. <laughs> holy shit dude it's legitimately the nice police yeah uh, all units reporting uh we have uh daniel Polshek just called someone a hoser in his group chat <laughs> dude uh get them it's that's what they're so anyways this stuff is getting it's getting wacky out there folks <laughs> uh, yeah it's we need a wacky world soundtrack wacky world <laughs> so one of the fun the funny things that was making me laugh was so because this is all this online world to some degree even though it's reality but like our boy in toronto who's like like gangster dude, mm-hmm. like gangster black dude. We're he were talking about this stuff in our group chat, and his like the level that his problems are so different. Like just some like hood dude who we know from comedy, hilarious, right? He goes, and, and people were like, "Oh, this and that, the vaccine," and he was like, "Yeah, I fucking I know I had a bad day too. I got a knife fight." <laughs> In traffic, right? Yeah. So we're we're all talking about this, like you know, COVID bullshit or whatever. And he was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, I'm with my, you know, he's our age. He's got like a 28 year old daughter, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, I'm in traffic, and he goes, I got in a fight with this guy, and then I pulled it out, and then this guy pulled a knife out, so he took it, so I went to block him, and then he cut my finger, so a finger got almost cut off. So he's like, so bullshit. I'm in the ER right now, and we're just like. Yeah, it's crazy that there's Vax passports, right? <laughs> <laughs> the crazy, the funny thing I'm is, like, you know, that, is he's like, he's like, why does this always happen to me? Yeah, yeah, like, why yeah. It, why does this happen to anybody else? He goes, I don't know. <laughs> We're all talking about some fucking bullshit, even just like chick shit. Someone's, like, I gotta go fucking do this. He's like, you think that's bad? I'm, I got stabbed five minutes ago. <laughs> A knife, he sends a photo of just a knife. I know. Down. And then the other side of it that we were laughing about is our buddy who's like a straight up communist. We are, uh, we are, I was fucking dying this weekend because me and Danny uh, had forgot about this forever. But he, he was posting about all of these shit being like, you know, la- landlords or tenants shouldn't have to pay their rent and blah, blah. And Danny pointed out, he goes, you're a landlord. Yeah, it was on it. I did his <laughs> podcast. And he's like basically him and like a, he's like a socialist and the other guy's like basically a communist. This is like last year. Yeah. Like right in the like in March of last year or whatever. And then in it we were talking because that was when people were like, Oh, what's gonna happen? How are you gonna pay your rent? Nobody's working. And then he's like, Yeah, people shouldn't have to pay your rent. And I'm like, Yeah, you're a landlord. You honestly have a tenant. <laughs> can he stop like, paying? Can he stop paying his rent? And he goes, Ah, Change the subject. Probably prefer if he pays. Yeah, I prefer if he pays. How funny is that, though? Getting to the point where... <laughs> I mean, it's tough being... It's like the Hassan Piker thing where you're just like, it's tough being like a socialist and like you're like... It is tough. I want my brand to be a socialist 
slash maybe even communist if we get there. And then you're like, yeah, but I have a bunch of money. Sure, but you might just put it in like something else to put it in actual like property so you could be legitimate a rent seeker. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that one seems tough, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like you're like funding a fucking comedy uh, improv co-op. And he lives somewhere else. Yeah. Takes, and I know what he, I'm, I know his deal where he pays, he's legitimately charging, you know, more yeah. than his mortgage and all that stuff because sure. he bought it a while ago. So he, and then he lives with roommates yeah. to make money from his investment property. Shrewd. Some, some might say like a true bourgeoisie. Yeah, like a true capitalist. <laughs> okay. Take a minute here to tell you about our sponsor, FitBod. Now, if you don't know what FitBod is. I you, don't. You got to check. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Danny doesn't. <laughs> I do. I love it. So d- this is right now. So you don't want to get stuck doing the same workouts. Making progress towards your future you means overcoming new challenges. For Danny, that's something, it might be as easy as getting out of bed this morning might be a good start for you. Mm-hmm. Walking to the gym, baby steps. But for some of the other people like us who want to be the fit bod, real ones, there's no perfect body that anyone can achieve clearly. Yes. But what we can do is continually become a better version of ourselves. Now, this is an app that creates a program for you based on your unique body, your experiments, experience, and your environment. So, for example, if you're not at the gym... Uh, that this is what I like about it. if you're not at the gym if you're like in a hotel room you're at your house and it can actually create cool like uh, workouts for you to do unconventionally let's say you go to one of those uh, you know if you go to one of those outdoor things that just have a few things if you're just using bars if you're just using str- like the stretchy things what do you call those Bands. yeah exactly so it can create things based on what you have and uh, based on your personal body type so it makes working out super manageable especially when you know if you're just mostly do things like me i just mostly have been running so it kind of makes it more fun to do actual workouts and fitbot understands that the path to achieving your best looks is different for anyone personalized training can be tough on a budget and fitbot is only 99.99 a month or 59.99 a year so sign up now you get 25 percent off your membership pick up the pace on your fitness journey with fitbot today in the future and your future self will thank you Get 25% off your membership at fitbod.me slash boyscast. That's 25% off at fitbod.me slash boyscast. Okay, so this is, again, a little late to the whole thing, but a lot of people messaged me and said we should talk about it. And I think that, and what I'm talking about is the Dave Chappelle's new special. And one of the things that, is good about you know the reason why these things are good is because it's such a big deal and it's like a microcosm of the whole world mm-hmm. th- through comedy so it's kind of interesting yeah but, kind of uh, yeah over for us it hits a lot of yeah and Chappelle, you know so Chappelle I have uh, I've always he's not particularly my favorite and he Dave Chappelle has the in comedy it's very much like don't speak the Lord's name in vain he's the goat <laughs> he's the goat self proclaimed the goat I've basically said that uh, D- so th- Dave Chappelle to to comedians is what Bo Burnham is to bloggers mm-hmm. like at, like he could do almost anything and every comedian was like I fucking my mind got blown bro. <laughs> So maybe it is even my bit of a hipster thing, but I think it's just my sense sensibilities that it wasn't my thing. Because I remember even Waldo, he said he went to the Chappelle show and he didn't really like it, and he kind of has the same you know sensibilities mm-hmm. as me some degree. So what's what's your stance? Are you a big Chappelle guy? I now? like Chappelle. Yeah, I like Chappelle. Some of the best shows 
Oh, some of the best uh, stand-up live stand-up shows I've seen are from him. But I will say that the special was okay. Well, they said this is what the and he did do fourteen specials. Yeah, he's done fourteen specials. I don't think any of his the, those recent six are like again. It's it's you know like a musician or anything. Like the best stuff I've seen from him was fifteen well, he, years ago. He's re yeah. He's really like leaned into the like I'm the philosopher king. <laughs> you know yeah. He's very. I was weird love of the idea that um. So he he wrote Kim Kardashian's monologue for SNL, mm-hmm. and I was loving the idea of her starting the monologue with. Let's get serious for a second. Let me tell you how it is. And then she takes off her lav mic and slaps it on her knee. <laughs> She's like, she keeps slapping the lav mic. Yeah, yeah. Chappelle's got her slapping her lav mic on her knee. <laughs> That's what he's smoking. I thought, and uh, I thought this special a good would have should have been called. Um, it's harder to be black than trans. Yeah. That, that, that was to me the gist of the special was it's uh, black people are higher than trans people on the whole thing. Yeah. Like he's not really saying like identity politics is bad. He's just like I'm we're higher because he's like oh you guys are all mad at me while well I'm black and that's I mean suffer. the crazy thing is watching <laughs> if you haven't seen it it's like. He gets in the trans stuff. You go, okay, making some points. And then you're like 30 minutes into trans you're stuff. Loving, you're loving yeah. No, you're just like, still? <laughs> you thought it was a, was wow, a hefty a, dose. Yeah, there's a lot of fucking- <laughs> I could take a hefty dose of that, so that wasn't my, my initial. I was just me. like, this is a lot. There, There is like- um, for me, this is kind of one of my most things that everyone always disagrees with me. And when I go, you know, it's there's just like a few bands like that where it's like everyone loves them and you go, I don't know. It's just like, it's not that I don't like them. It's just kind of, I don't see it as like the sole, you know, best one in the world or whatever. But the, the outrage, it's almost starting to feel like a loop. Yeah. And that's what it was where Dave Chappelle would do a special about trans people. The trans people would get mad. Everyone would watch it because of that, and it would sort of continue. So it is very interesting where <laughs> it really is. It, it's it's like Groundhog Day with his specials now where it's – where yeah. he, Also, it's like there's all that element. I mean, everybody says it, like, or at least some people say but you're like, if they just wouldn't make a whole stink about this and write all their thought pieces. Which is what, right? The special with him talking about COVID or something. W- that They started it. Yeah. Yeah, and then on top – they started it, they're adding fuel to the fire. They're popularizing it. They really are. It's like they and it's they, the outrage. It's a cycle of yeah, outrage. Everyone goes, "Why do you want to talk about trans people?" It's like because this happens when we do. Yeah. So it makes it funny mm-hmm. because it's the number one thing you really can't talk about. Yeah. So the the dear white people co showrunner Jacqueline Moore on why she's boycotting Netflix over a transphobic Dave Chappelle special. So. This is so sort I of watched, that. I, I, we, I went and watched the dear white trailer people? for Dear White People. No, I wouldn't watch the show. Did you come? A few times. Uh, it's So if, if, if you watch the trailer for it, it's basically like BuzzFeed the TV show. Oh my God, it looks so fucking good. It's so <laughs> shit. Like it has everything and there's like just, oh, you're white privilege and just, but then I'm like, it's all black people mostly in the show. But then I'm like, when the show happened, it was the showrunner was a white guy? White trans person not at the time come on they switched mid-show no the the i think she came she became trans do you think COVID. so it was a oh my god so i, from, I could be wrong do you but think I'm what happened sure. was it was a, a white guy making the show getting too much flack for doing the like you're part of the problem you're a white guy and they go not anymore <laughs> like literally i think so, but like it was very much you holy know holy shit it I was a super that. woke show i don't think it was the woke show. The wokest show. So like, and I, you know anyone it. that watched that? It was on the front of Netflix every every day. No, it was you know this was like jammed down your throat, 
And I don't. I can't imagine it was. That's why. That's one of the reasons why Netflix doesn't want to release their viewership because they have to. They have to admit that their fucking number one pushes are bombs. Yeah, their number one pushes are well, bombs. they're vanity pieces. And then, right? Yeah, and then their best ones are just like some fucking Adam Sandler movie. One hundred percent. They have to admit that their number one show they is like a Larry show, Cable guy adaptation. Yeah, they have to show the mirror to America to be like, <laughs> you like Adam Sandler. You don't care about any of this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They right. They go listen. <laughs> I know nothing's you changed in. You guys years. think you like all this stuff, but the Tim Allen reboot was the number one show. Yeah, <laughs> but they also say whenever they're talking about like the getting mad at him or whatever, like even if you know whether the trans stuff's higher, whether it's not, whatever he's saying, it's like it's his point of view. It's like yeah. they're saying that you're not allowed to have a point of view. Mm-hmm. That's what he thinks. Well. Well, I also, he, I like that he did really go in hard on just like the concept of punching down because then they can't even be like he's punching down because you're like, you already said that last time. He addressed it for 15 minutes of this time. So it's like, you just I look know. stupid if you say he's punching. He, he really took away one of their main things. He, he sort of they did. Just yeah, are I mean, now, that was the comedic move, right? Yeah, and now they're just It was like, ultimately pretty cool for him to kind of, you know. Yeah, but now they're just like, throw their hands up in the air. They go, yeah, and they just walk away. They don't do that, though. They just kind of go through the same loop or whatever, right? Which it is sort of, I guess, I don't know. I sort of enjoy the loop to some degree. It is funny. Like, it's not, you know, I'm not uh, totally dismissive of it. I'm like, yeah, it is funny. Like, you keep bugging them and they keep, like, responding and you keep bugging them more. So that is funny to me. But um, I'll tell you one thing that I did do. I And this was a lot of times happened with the people that, like, speak slow. Like, Chappelle does a lot of, like, 45 minutes with one punchline. Like, he speaks really slow kind of thing. I predicted like 20 fucking punchlines and you must be a treat to watch that with. I wasn't, (laughs) I was really not a treat to watch it with. (laughs) You pause it. I did pause it. You pause it. You go, I did do that. (laughs) I 100% did that. That would be fun. <laughs> Dude. I, girl's just like, can you just play it, please? Oh, one, and she was just like, I'll watch it later. She's like, hey. <laughs> she goes to the bathroom. She's just watching I'll it. I'll tell you what. The only reason she was even watching it is because she heard so many articles about how it's the worst. Yeah, yeah. She goes, I got to see what the fucking type's about. Yeah. I, I mean, I was. Same reason I would, might watch Karen, or the Karen, Karen movie. Yeah. I was too. I was like, I'm, I'll watch it when I'll watch it. And then it was so much stuff was happening where I'm like, fuck, I have to watch it right that's, now. Oh, that's what I felt like. I had yeah, to watch I it because everyone was talking right about now. it. Yeah. You go to the top. Maybe we couldn't talk about it right now if we didn't. So. Right. So basically, basically, uh, I would. Th- this is the kind of punchlines he would do, uh, where I would just predict. He'd be like, you know, um, I got in a fight. Well, he was he was up to his old outlandish stories, right? Chappelle likes the outlandish stories where he's like, I got in a fight with nine lesbians, and when he last last a few specials ago, he was on a he got a flight and he stopped a terrorist. He like yeah, yeah, the yeah, stories yeah, yeah. are getting crazier, but uh, he goes. Um, I was in a fight with this lesbian and this lesbian goes, you know, you're, you're trying to, you beat me up because I'm a lesbian. And then I just paused it and I'm like, I beat her up. Not cause she's a lesbian. Put it back on 45 seconds later. I'm kicked back. <laughs> and there we have it. There- <laughs> uh, you know, what's an interesting thing. It was me watching magic tricks being like, yeah, yeah. but it, it's even better. Cause Chappelle, you sort of see where he's going with it. And then you wait 45 seconds and you get your pay I mean, off. There were- cause they start to think like, he's not going to say it. And you go, I guess we'll see. Right. There are eight jokes pretty much in the whole thing. But the interesting thing nobody really talks about is how he's pr- straight up said that like all the Asian people who are getting assaulted was from black people. I sort of admitted that. He Well, he did. And then you're like, that just kind of gets glossed over. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the blogs the, weren't touching that. Nobody's touching that. Go, so there was like nobody's like, you know what? He did make a good point on that. Yeah, they were just like, well, there was two versions of what blogs did, and I kind of wanted to talk about both of them. So the first one is uh, this is what this is what the well, dear white people says girl says she goes Jack Lamore is always considered Dave Chappelle one of her favorite comic heroes and then he's brilliant goofy comedian and he's a brilliant political comedian he's been brilliant for so long but I don't think just because you've been brilliant means that you're always brilliant fair or, no no well it means you can make worse stuff but you're not less brilliant mm, I mean yeah <laughs> well, I guess it just means you're out of touch yeah you people can get like out of touch but also, a million people think this is brilliant. Millions of people. It just doesn't... It, I mean, you could summarize... I said, you could summarize Chappelle's special to... Uh, it, it's harder to be black than trans. And you could summarize all the articles to... I don't like it when they talk about my group. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you know what I mean? You'll leave us alone. Yeah, so you could be less on the polls, but also it might just not connect with you. So more announced on Twitter, on their Instagram Wednesday, that they will no longer work with Netflix after they watch the Chappelle's latest special. So again, this is bad news that there's not going to be any Dear White People for all the DYP fans. When was the last Dear White People? <laughs> I was loving the idea. Cancel for two years or something. <laughs> How good would it be, though, if, like, uh, if they take down Dear White People, right? And then they're like, okay, what are we going to replace it with? And they come out and said, since they quit or whatever, we can't do Dear White People anymore, so we're going to be doing Dear Black People with Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> <laughs> and and episode one's like, how to not him be and, a criminal. Him and Hannity. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's Bill O'Reilly and Hannity, and they're doing Dear, dear Minorities. He goes, no, every episode's a different one. Like, dear Mexicans. Yeah, like, dear Mexican people. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Like, if you're going to, it's know, like the Blaze. Dear Border Crossers. They yeah. license it from the Blaze. <laughs> How funny is that? So that's what I'm thinking is going to replace it from <laughs> Dear Black People <laughs> from Bill, Billy O. Um, and they said, this is the first time I felt like, oh, people are laughing at this joke and they're agreeing that it's absurd to call me a woman. So that I, I more saw it, and this is where I think these people are wrong. I don't see it as that. I think what's actually happening is they're laughing at that you're not supposed to say it. Yeah, for sure. Right? She goes, I mean, again, look, regular people, they don't, like, again, I know there's been this massive push to kind of, like, rethink how people think, but you're like, people think you're a trans woman. Yes. Like, like and they're like, no, I'm a woman woman, and they're like, Sure, but like if you really, you know, get people alone, they're like, yes, you're, we'll do all the stuff you want and like we'll say you're a woman and, you know, like I treat you like a woman, but you're like, but we think you're a trans woman. And also, it depends how fine. good you do it. Yeah, Which but it fine. depends how good you do it, right? Like this what? is the thing. Well, what I mean, put it this way. Just... For years and years and years, the oldest gag in the book, which is still funny, mm -hmm. Is a dude dressing up like a woman. Mm -hmm. If you take John Panay as our new reference, John if you Penn. take John Panay and you put him uh, a Rest girl's wig on him and dress him like a like, it's funny. Like, okay, well, why? Because it's the opposite of what you expect. Yes. And so now it's like, okay, well, it's supposed to not be funny. But like, there's certain things that are kind of funny, regardless. Like, dicks and sex are funny. Like, if you watch two like fat people having sex. That's yeah. just kind of funny. It doesn't mean like fat people shouldn't have sex. No. Like if you see like the biggest gay guy in the world, right? Like eight foot tall, tough. And then you finally see him. Then you see him like smooching a dude. Yeah. Like it's smooching a bit. A I'm sorry. Guy. It doesn't mean you fucking hate him. No. Doesn't mean you're like, don't fuck. You better not kiss him. It means like, 
<laughs> Just the same reason why if you see, let's say, a fucking a, uh, a person that's like one foot tall, you're like, whoa, it's like. What you against people that are one foot tall? It's like, no, you just don't normally see this that often. Absolutely. So it's a little jarring. I walk by, there's like a a dude walking in a dress, and you go, well, their thing is like nothing should ever surprise. Like everything in the world should just be like, yeah, that's normal. Yeah. That's normal. Not only that, that's though, normal. but forever they were like, you know, they were like, well, you should recognize us as like it's okay to be trans, and then they're like, okay, it's fine. Like, and then they're like, no, now we're not trans women, we're just women. And people, that's when people were like, yeah, like I don't know about that. Like a lot of people are like, I don't know if we, we actually believe that. And they go, well, you have to, or we'll fu- get you fired if you say that. <laughs> yeah, and you go, okay, no questions, it's no questions. Thing. Yeah, no questions, right? And you go, oh, okay, fine, you're you're a woman, but then if you ask me, like, ask them what they really truly believe, like if you lie detector, they're like, yeah, I don't believe it's literally a woman. Yeah, there's a, a ton of people. You know, that are I just believe it's a trans woman yeah, and yeah. live your life however you want to live your life. I don't care. Do whatever you want, but you're like you can't like force me to believe you're a. And then he kind of says that, woman. yeah, and that adds comedic power in it when you tell everyone to think something they don't already think. When someone finally says the elephant in the room, mm. essentially, it becomes funny, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially when it's like someone's like, yeah, if I go on YouTube and I say that, I lose my job. That's like correct. I straight up lose my job. Yeah. Well, not you specifically. I mean, this is my I'm fucking... As a comedian. I'm sure you're fucking sweating. <laughs> I mean, you have the same job as him, though. I know, but I'm saying... I'm sure you're... No, no, no. no. I'm saying the f- literal... The figure... Not me going I know. on YouTube. You know, I'm sure you're going to be sweating putting this on YouTube. <laughs> Why am I... I'm not sweating. Well, I'm fucking... You know, you never know the mobs and trolls and they fucking... Like... Whatever. I won't be sweating. I'm... <laughs> giving your channel troubles. Oh, this dude, is a Pomp, top. Pomp just got kicked off of YouTube today. You know that? Who's dude? that? Anthony Pompliano. He's like a Bitcoin guy. No, he just got kicked off. What for? For saying that trans women aren't women. No, he didn't. No, I'm kidding. He was something about. They kept on saying he was scamming people. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he wasn't. He was just like he just <laughs> robbed. He just goes on there. He goes like, yeah, Bitcoin's the shit. It's going to a million dollars. And then YouTube just gave YouTube straight up gave him a strike earlier today, and then followed it up with a minute later, just be like an email saying like you, it was a strike, and then a minute later, just like we've deleted your channel. Whoa. Yeah. And he had a big channel. And they don't say what it's for? They did, but it was like for something that was like not true. They're like, out of control I've seen over this, there. Dude, he straight up, his his videos are like, he goes, yeah, they just talk about Bitcoin and he'll have some, someone on who has like some new like DeFi company and they're trying something new and he'll just talk about it. He's not like come by. I guess he has sponsors who are selling Wild. exchanges, but. They said. I would say it's ironic that for someone who famously talked about walking away from a TV show because he felt like the message of the joke got lost. He doesn't see what the message is of these jokes does to people. So it is. He's not wrong. She's not she's not wrong, right? Mm-hmm. To say that Dave Chappelle was like I felt like I was getting the wrong laugh. But this first of all this is the perspective thing where I go, yeah, your issue is every issue, but mostly the trans stuff. His issue is the black issue. That's the thing that he cares about. Yeah. And every person and every comedian and every, just like every, yeah, just normal human even, you make decisions of where your lines are all the time. What do you, you know, there's so many things where I go, per personally, I don't think I'd make that joke. And I also make it where I go, you know what, that one, 
that's the whole job is you're like how can i get my act the closest to like what i actually think where i'm not talking to someone and i go i don't know if i really think that yeah or i don't you know what yeah, that feels a little mean for me you're like oh that's kind of a pussy cuck joke like totally. you know and you're trying to match all of your things and the closer you get to perspective the more fucking honest it is and it's also true that forever like race you know people like the like uh the racial issue was the forefront of people being like we need like racial uh like equality all this yeah. stuff and like everybody being equal and then and that was for most of my life and then you know in the last five years the gender people took the lead <laughs> they sort of took the lead and, and then, and then saying, i don't see you as in the lead they took the lead and then the george floyd thing kind of brought it back to race where they, they go, did that like, was like, like if it was like a horse race it was like you know like those, yeah like in the fucking prices right where they have like the like they took it back and he's just trying to be like look it's like no it should be race above gender yes that's his that's point. his thesis point. that's his thesis yes which and is like you know, a debatable. And then, absolutely. And on top of that, he's only talking about your thing so much because you didn't, uh, like, because you won't let him. Mm -hmm. Like, they did start it. Yeah. It's the same thing where, how many times have you been in a fucking, like, a thing with your chick or whatever, where you're, like, you know, talking about a bunch of stuff, blah, blah, blah. And then she was like, what's this one? And she, like, gets mad at you for one little thing. Yeah, of course. What'd you say about that? And then for the next 10 hours, you're talking about that little yeah, thing? absolutely. Well, it's like, that's what's happening here. It's like, he was doing a special. This was one of the things. You all, all these, the whole, like, you know, other side of the industry erupted on him. And then now, he's like, well, now he feels the need to, like, respond to all he's this stuff. He's just being, like, almost a troll. And you're, it's just like the classic, don't feed the trolls. Yeah. You don't have to give your opinion. I know they think, well, it's a matter of life and death. But it's not. Well, it's she like, says that. She goes, well, he talks about feelings being hurt. Well, my feelings are fine. But being thrown against a wall hurts or worrying every night if I can get home safe. This stuff. So a lot of their argument is like this stuff leads to me dying or whatever. Right. But in reality, maybe. It, but his argument would be like, well, you know, if we don't the race thing, that'll lead to black people dying. I don't know. Like, that's I'm, correct. I'm sure he could make the exact argument. You could make the exact the argument. And then also like humor can release tension also mm -hmm. at the same time. Right. It can. It can do the opposite. Like, dude, how many... I get so many fucking emails and messages and people we talk on the road that like, you know what? I was getting a little fucking wild with all this shit. And then after like listening to you guys, like it kind of like calmed me down and now I like laugh at it and yeah. it really fucking helped me out my normal or whatever. Just like kind of put me in a better headspace because it's just like, you know, you instead of being turned into a soldier for someone else's bullshit or something. Yeah, you just kind of let it slide. And but um. They said, I don't know what else Netflix should do, but I feel like what needs to be done, whether that's remove something needs to be done, whether that's removing this special, amending this special in some way, I don't really know, to be honest. It's not my job to fix the problem. So it's not her job to educate yeah. Netflix. But they, That'd be sick if they go, if they- <laughs> She should but, just rewrite no, the there's, there's a, she go. They send her a copy of the file. Go, just recut this however you want. It's like 12 minutes. <laughs> How funny is that? So Chappelle's special. He's the like Jacqueline Moore cut. Yeah, but it just cuts like over her voice over dubbing, and it's like, so I'm at this these les you know these trans bitches in a bar, and then and, and there's nothing funny about yeah, that, and they're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Good night. Yeah, yeah. I cut out 40 minutes. How funny is that? The idea. That's that thing. You know, Kurt. Uh, he says when he got in a fight with his girl that was like getting mad at him about this and that and they she ended up wanting to be a gender consultant 
And she was like, well, after the whole fight, she was like, well, you should hire me on Amy Schumer's show to be a, a gender consultant. So you give them the scripts and you go like, am I offending anyone here? And they come back and be like, yes. That's, that's, that's what comedy shows need. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, exactly what comedy shows are missing. Are but it has, these places have them. So that's kind of yeah. what she's saying is like, one of her big things is like, you know, she just, all I think is that I think they need to hire more trans people and they should be kind of looking over these things and a no trans person would have let this happen. But it's like, I, I mean, I Again, he's a stand-up comedian. If you well, if you want to do Dave Chappelle special, I don't think you could fucking you know that's the, all there is to it. It's, yeah, it's like there's no way that would stuff like that would fly in a TV show that's produced and has six episodes and has like a whole crew. Probably not. But you're like you give Chappelle twenty million dollars for what is like you know the least headache out of anything you can produce. Like if you're Netflix as a, as a producer, you're like we give him a cut him a check. He fucking rents a theater does the thing and he hands us the thing and that's it. There's no like, oh, there's problems on the set. We have to shut down production for two weeks because there's COVID. We have to rent, like, there's nothing. It's the the most, like, easy thing for it's them. A, yeah, it's a brilliant fucking move. Yeah, it's easy. But they said, uh, the, the, it always makes me laugh, like, the idea that even before there was kind of, like, when you're talking about the movies, there is... Like the same reason when people say it's it's just jokes, people would be like, "Well, why can we not do it in comedy, but they can do it in movies?" And then they're like, "Yeah, you're right. They shouldn't be able to do it in movies." <laughs> like whenever you do those arguments of why shouldn't they be able to do it there, it always goes the other way. Like how many times have comedians we know being like, "Well, why can rappers say this in songs, but we can't do it on stage?" And they're like, "You're right. Rappers shouldn't be able to do it either. We're we're gonna get to them." Yeah. Like it always goes that way, which is so funny. Censorship for all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you think you're kind of like it's equivalent of your parents. Like, why does my brother get to stay up late? You're like, you're right. Your brother won't be able to stay up late either. That's kind <laughs> and of then always you're fucking just a snitch. <laughs> yeah, that's how it always shakes once down. Once those right? lights go out. That's so I never like to up. I never like to use those arguments, even no. the ones where it's like, oh, it's just jokes. Cause it's like then you're just sort of throwing other people out on the bus where you're just like, Well, so what? You're allowed to have a perspective as long as you're trying to be funny. It's like you're either allowed to have a perspective or you're not, right? Yeah. Also, another thing is like most people don't mo- most people agree with Chappelle. <laughs> well, that's yeah, I that's, guess that's that's her, that's her that's beef. That's really right? her beef. But know, she doesn't want the common opinion out there, she wants the right opinion out yes. there. So that's the kind of the issue. Which I guess, you know, the fact that most people agree with something doesn't necessarily make it correct. I mean, I I will say this. Like watching it, I go like, yeah, he really did fucking beat that horse. Like I was like, uh, me, still, I, I, I agree. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, you're still doing like the trans stuff here. Like we're like, yeah, like this is like a lot. It was like, a like, lot like, of make trans your point stuff. And move on. Like I almost felt like you like like what was on the cutting room floor. Though? I talk about topics like that. And I always feel like around the five, six minute mark, like this is enough of this topic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. You're like, it's. The, I mean, he pulled it off. I don't like know. I'm minutes. sure he's been killing going the best around is, doing have this you seen, have you, I, I remember watching. <laughs> like, who are you? That's the whole point is we can say whether we liked it or not, but it's not up to you to tell someone else what to fucking make. No. But also I was watching it and uh, at one point I was like. Did I see what I thought I just saw? But then I, I wasn't sure and I wasn't going to rewind it. But so at one point he's doing the trans shake and they cut to the audience and there's these two just like look like trans fat ladies. I saw those. those, those it was interesting to see those was, two there. I, I saw that as he's talking about all this trans stuff and they're just like not having it. That at was all. strange. But you don't like, you know, you know, it's a special. They're probably like, you're not even allowed to leave. I don't know if they can really not let you leave. but you're Or like, maybe they just look like that and everyone's extrapolating. No, because I watched it and saw that, and then the photos started like making the rounds 
like on social media of like him telling the trans jokes and then they're just like like they did not look right like, I, I'm, I was like what are they even doing there <laughs> they probably like yeah maybe he'll talk about it. i don't know if they were trans but they looked like definitely like not fans of Chappelle. Yeah. And definitely at the two minute mark, they were like, all right, let's wrap this trans stuff up. Let's more George, yeah, right. more George Floyd, less trans. Well, so we'll, we'll wrap on her thing, but I did want to just quickly say this other one that was just making me laugh. Like, <laughs> because, okay. So basically NPR, and this is more where it was getting funny for me is NPR is having the same debate is is black higher than trans or whatever right and in in defending trans they were forced to do the same shit that like fox news would do to the black arguments which is what okay so this is the kind of stuff they'll be like so he says in this country you can shoot and kill a n-word Chappelle says but you better not hurt a gay person's feelings and then they say what Chappelle didn't say is that DeBaby claims he was defending himself against two men when he tried to rob his family in the store eventually he was found guilty of a misdemeanor charge carrying a concealed weapon though the family of the 19 year old's dad insists DeBaby started the fight so this is essentially when people are like this guy got killed by the cops and why is that guy killed but this white guy runs free and then people are like well, yeah, because the, the black guy pulled a knife out and the white guy did. Like, yeah, yeah, of course. Of course you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, they have they're, to like... They're forced, they're forced to do... To give context to all this stuff. They're forced to give context to like black power movements that are charged. Like how many times would someone go, they go, well, why is this, you know, uh, this guy dead, but this guy's alive? Yep. And the other one would be like, well, the one guy surrendered and the other guy... Yeah, we looked into the police report and the, yeah, the one guy like... Do you, know, yeah, do you know what I mean? Had a weapon and he was shooting. But they're, yeah, yeah, they're forcing to essentially... They're one step away from him being like, and trans people pull out crime, like do more crimes too. And it'd be like, actually, the statistics... Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like they're goaded yeah, into the like, statistics, arguing yeah. against like the black power shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? He goes, it's intersectionality gets pretty messy. That's what, and it's getting real messy right now, especially with COVID thrown into and the that, fucking the, mix. The, the, the black kid who shot up the school or whatever. And, but he's that actually, was like, fucking affluent, wild. Super affluent family, and he's getting bullied for being rich. I know. And they're going, they're like, hmm. That was the New York Post. Well, he got said dude, he's I, getting I, bullied for I being I remember rich. seeing that, and they were like, like they were, he shot, he had shot up a school, and then he was on bail for 75 grand the next day. And I remember being like, he got out of, that's crazy. Like 75, you're out the next day after shooting up yeah. a school. And then people are like, well, he's black. And you go, all right, good win for you guys. How many comics, when that came out, looked at their set list and crossed off only school shooters are white? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's a hot topic. Well, no, just like when Obama got to office, like that, if a president was black material. Yeah. Well, in that in that way, they go. It's like, well, it's a type of school shooting. They have to get really <laughs> yeah, granular. Get they go, it's not all schools. It's like a specific. But that's the thing, and now they're in that territory. That's they're making the same arguments as everyone said, where they go. Well, if you actually do uh, mass shootings, three or more, like then the gang shootings are included. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're yeah, yeah, they're yeah, always yeah. like, uh, it's like so, Chicago's really skewing those stats. So Dave Chappelle said, if slaves had oil and booty shorts on, we might have been. <laughs> so I love talking about comedy, like it's a, the series <laughs> yeah, yeah, book yeah, report. Yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. they're, they're essentially fact checking his black jokes, you know, <laughs> which is just so. And this is a guy at NPR. You know, I'm sure he looks like Neil Brennan. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Then they go, if he's, so they said, Dave Chappelle said, if slaves had oil and booty shorts on, we might have been free a hundred years sooner. So he's saying black is and, harder uh, to be black. It would be funny if they go, uh, Snopes, mark that as false. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's what they said. They go, but lines like that assumes the struggles over oppression are a zero-sum game. That because some gay people have access to white privilege in America and their concern is stereotyping and marginalization are hollowed and subordinate to what black people face. So that's what NPR says. But like, so if they're saying that... uh, The one logical thing that was a real fly, I remember in the moment, was him basically to prove his point about that saying that like all gay people are white. And I was like, that's obviously not true. Yeah. But like my point is they have to be the ones to say I know, that. that I watch like some fucking black, you know, power shit sometimes and you're like, I mean Actually, you know what I mean? So, and sorry. then you go, Okay, but what? like yeah, I'm not trying to write articles about it and be a progressive. I, I forgot actually that I watched this. So on Friday night when we got back from Chicago, I went over to my girl's house and CNN Don Lemon was on and he was talking about this. And so he had a bunch of people on. So he had uh some chick, like female, and she was saying how Chappelle's the worst. And then he brought on this black trans comic from like Atlanta. Yeah. And the black comic was like, was trans. And she's basically like, look, you know, I have to come at this. I'm like, I'm a comedian. I'm black. I'm trans. She's got all the things. She goes, I got all the things. And she's kind of like, I'm a comedian first, blah, blah, blah. And she kind of gave, but she kind of gave him the pass. But then I was like, you want to open for Dave Chappelle. She wants, but she had a Netflix special, but she did. I've never heard of her, but she had, but it's a based move, but yeah, yeah. But she was like, but I was feeling this, like the way she was going after this. I'm like, yeah, you want to, you want the Chappelle retweet. You want to get in the Chappelle Chappelle retweet, but they go, um, when they said it's not a zero sum game, I, to be honest, like it kind of is like, if you're saying, like, it, okay, intersectionality is not a zero-sum game. Um, in a workplace, it is. When you're deciding who gets the grants, it is. Yeah. When you're deciding who's on set, it is. If you're saying, hey, we need this, we're like deciding what intersectionality we need on set, it is 100% a zero-sum yeah, yeah, game. Not, yeah, it, when you're talking about budgeting, when you're talking about a lot of things, when you're talking about who gets press coverage, which group gets press coverage, when you're talking, all of those things... To some degree, it is a zero-sum game. Yeah, not just not just in being like, an intersectional list. Someone who talks about intersectionality, maybe it's a zero-sum game between you guys because mm-hmm. you support all of them. Yeah, but if you're in one of those groups and that's your predominant thing, it is a zero-sum game for you. Oh, absolutely! If you're trying to like be like, we need more of this in this, then it is. Of course, of course, it is. Like, who's who's spot are you? Spots come. Girls, if girls count as minorities. And they're on film sets and you need to have a certain, in CBC, if you need to have a certain amount of, uh, you know, whatever on your thing, if girls count, well then that's taking away from the spots from the other people. Obviously. You think ever a guy's ever been like describing his girlfriend It's like, yeah, I'm dating a minority. (laughs) You go, and then just just like a white chick. I think you said you were dating a minority. Yeah. According to CBC. (laughs) He goes, it's a woman. What do you mean? I'm dating a minority. (laughs) Yeah. And they say, gay people are minorities till they need to be white again. That's what it, That was kind of the point that uh, that uh, you were saying was funny because it's not all white. But th- to well, be honest, like, just a logical to be thought. honestly, culturally, this kind of like, you know, woke white people, non-binary stuff. Uh, to me, that is like a white person super stuff. White. It is super white. Yeah. And, and which is why I think it's we kind of make fun of it funny. It's because we like understand that culture probably better than, you know, I'm, like if I'm making fun of like the intricacies of Muslim culture. I don't actually know it that well, no. but this kind of like progressive, like college kid, white people shit. I know I, that's my whole fucking, you know, I'm around that shit. Yeah. 
I'm in that world. So they said, Chappelle says that as a capper to a different story about his conflict with a white man at a nightclub who called the police. The comic says the man he nearly fought was gay. And then they said, and yes, we know what calling the police on a black man can mean, but if some belligerent jerk was confronting me at a nightclub, I'd probably call the cops regardless of the race. Uh, and Chappelle refused to consider this popula- uh, possibility. Yeah, so sort of like what Karen say? <laughs> yeah. But when you go, this girl called the police on a guy because he's black, and they go, "No, I'm. I called the police on him because he was For the, harassing a real me. reason." And then they, and then they, like that's what she's arguing right now. You know what? I have another she, issue. right. Yeah, and I have actually another. I didn't even like kind of realize this until now. But another issue I have with the Chappelle stuff was he had all these anecdotes, but he so often has all these like fake ones. Then the I, fake I, anecdotes. But that's, then for I was me, like, that's my the right? thing I can't listen to. But the to. problem was, and then he keeps being like, yeah, I was in this bar and I was talking to this woman. And I would go, it's like, I'm on the moon re- and me and my two friends are on the moon. Not even on the moon. He was telling things that were obviously plausible. He goes, I'm in Ohio. Plausible is fine with me. And I'm I still in, like when it's not I plausible. Guess, uh, yeah, yeah, I know. But then I guess I was like, is this even where he goes and the daughter, and he goes, my daughter's trans. And I go, is any of this real? Yeah. Like I was I, I specifically with him. Well, that's go, the like, problem with the fake stories. They make the real stories unbelievable. That's too. what I'm saying. And he goes and then she goes, oh, but my daughter's transsexual because he goes a very pretty girl or whatever. And then like and then you're like, is this even I don't know. I was like, it might be. He he really sells it. And he's like, and it doesn't have to be true. But when you told me the thing before that you stopped a terrorist attack, I'm I just, know. <laughs> and then he didn't have anything like that in this special. Dude, Chappelle. And again, he's fucking still the man and pretty yeah. cool. But you yeah, know, yeah. I, I, love, I love Chappelle. But uh uh, so <laughs> when they're saying that they're basically saying no that person probably just called the cops on you because of something else not because you're black and it was like hmm remember the gay nightclub shooter that s- released a manifesto that said it had nothing to do with the people being gay yeah and these people it, or do you remember the spa shooter he was they went a- in and shot prostitutes and you were like he shot them because he's asian yeah guess who argued against it F- like you know so these people are boxed into a corner where they're saying it's a zero-sum game? Well, then why are you arguing against his things? Because it's clearly not a zero-sum game. No. No. Chappelle reacts to how he once asked why it was easier for Caitlyn Jenner to transition uh, in public than Cassius Clay to change his name from Muhammad Ali, ignoring the obvious answer that one was 50 years earlier. <laughs> Is this not... All of the same things okay. where they go, hey, look at there's white male CEOs right now. And uh, and you go, yeah, uh, that was 25 years ago yeah, that they entered the workforce. Had that position for 15 years. Yeah, you, but you go, you go, well, why are all the CEOs white if, if uh, women are doing better or white men if women are doing better? It's like because that was 30 years ago mm. that those people entered that company. So yeah. I just thought it These was are not consistent. I just thought it was funny that. He's he's got people wrapped up arguing against him. And yeah, and again, he knows he knew exactly what exactly what he's gonna, doing. You know, he, again, there's no such thing as bad publicity, especially for him. Exactly. And so we're gonna do a shout out to a new sponsor that we're bringing on, which is ExpressVPN. And we've been telling you, you guys got to get VPNs forever. And I know what some of you are thinking. Why don't you just use incognito mode on your phone? Let me tell you something, folks. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. Mood. It doesn't hide your activity. It doesn't matter what you use or how many times you clear your browsing history. All of that gay porn 
that you've been listening to. Your wife's going to find out about it. Your, your pastor's going to find out your about it. Your pastor can find out about it. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. And that's why, even when I'm at home, I never go online without using ExpressVPN. It doesn't matter who your internet provider is. The ISPs and the US can legally sell your information to ad companies. ExpressVPN is an ad that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so that your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryptions available. So everyone should, you know, you should at least try a VPN at one point in your life. ExpressVPN. Solid VPN. Uh, it has functions that are better than some of the other ones. Most of the time, you don't even realize you have it on. It runs seamlessly, while some of the other ones are more clunky. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. So whether you're gambling your own fortune away, ExpressVPN is available from all devices. Gambling on a city that you're not allowed to gamble, for example. Or Fo- cri- cryptocurrencies. Cryptocurrencies in other cities. That's what Danny uses one for. Uh, phones, computers, or even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash boyscast, and you can get three extra months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash boyscast. Expressvpn.com slash boyscast to learn more. Now, we had a little bit of an issue this week, and uh, this is something that we're not sure <laughs> how much we're going to get into it. And this is this is for us to decide as a unit. Mm-hmm. But someone sent me another pegging story. And <laughs> here's <know>. the thing. <laughs> it was a funnier one, but I've also been accused of being the pegging guy. You are the pegging guy. <laughs> so it's a little bit of a will they to the point to, to the point, too, where it's like we joke about pegging so much where my girlfriend is like, she's like, do you, do like you want pegging? it? She goes, do you want to get pegged? Again? Again? So... I'm not, uh, listen, I don't know. Do you think they want it? <laughs> I'm not going to go through the whole thing. Maybe just a they taste. They want it. Give them a taste. <laughs> the, the headline was too good. Uh, my we, boyfriend, I uh, goes, like a good pegging, can we tease it and then finish on the Patreon? No, because we're not going to go through this whole thing. Okay. But I th- I say we fucking, I just got to tell her, you this scenario. Give her, yeah. okay. <laughs> let's give her a nice peg. So my boyfriend made me peg him. And he liked it so much that now he wants to be the girl in the relationship. So this is the problem with pegging, right? You give them an inch, they want a mile. They want the fucking full mile. You give them an inch, they they want want a girthy mile. They want the girthy mile. They want a regular mile. I'm just gonna read dick mile. The first one, because okay. Here's a little, little something, something. Then we, re- then we maybe we're retired. We're going back into retirement. We just come out every time and want everyone else. My boyfriend and I were having relationship issues until we tried something new, pegging. He wanted to try it, but he was afraid that sometimes, and the idea disgusted him. When we tried it, and it was better than normal vanilla sex. I really liked it, and it was most emotionally connected sex we've had, which makes zero sense because you're not even touching or looking at him in the face. <laughs> you're looking at the back of his head. So or does he have legs up pegging? Oh no, <laughs> so connected. I actually pegged him three times in 24 hours. <laughs> this guy is getting it. <laughs> he says now he wants to be the girl in our relationship. He doesn't want to transition to become a girl, but he just wants to be more the girl physically and emotionally. So sexually and emotionally. So how her her question is? She this is from you know. Uh, she's asking for advice, and she says, "How can I be more the guy?" 
in the relationship now that my boyfriend wants to be the girl, not just sexually, but in everyday life. From Pegless in Portland. <laughs> How fucking funny is that? He goes, this guy's like, I don't want, like a tough guy. I don't want to fucking anything to do with that. And then he pegs him and he comes out and he goes, I'd like to be the woman. I'd like to be the woman. I mean, so, if she wants to be the guy, it's a pretty easy way to do that. What do you think she should do? Make more money. That's what I was thinking. Fin pegging. Now, <laughs> now listen. It's like fin dom, fin peg. Fin peg him. Well, I was thinking some of the maybe techniques she'd say is... Uh, if you're watching the game, maybe tell him to leave you alone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she wants to practice being the guy in the relationship. Make me a sandwich and shut the fuck up. She can start by listening to the boys cast if she wants to be the man, but she has to <laughs> now that she's pledging allegiance to the boy and trying to be the man in the scenario. Yeah, uh, I guess maybe if he, I guess you'll if you notice him getting electrocuted now that he's so that's a good thing. If you're a boys cast listener, don't start getting pegged because it could lead you to being the girl and then getting the electro treatment. <laughs> <laughs> maybe belching. Yeah, because maybe when he maybe when you're hanging out with them, like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> you know, try a couple really hard, birds. really hard pats on the back. Wear a tool belt. <laughs> oh, the hard pats on the back are my least favorite of any quality anyone has. Meeting anyone that gives you the fucking yeah, solid packs. What's up, buddy? Yeah. You're just like, oh, it's a big pet peeve of mine. <laughs> So I don't know. You're gonna want to pull that wallet open, so you might want to get a crowbar to keep that wallet of yours yeah, open every yeah. now and then, <laughs> like a mousetrap. <laughs> uh, carrying things to the house—that's something. Maybe start pee standing up. <laughs> oh, you know, just all the stuff that you, all the stuff you would think. That's fucking. I like the one of his answers because it goes. Uh, because also, the guy say? he goes, you also need to bear in mind that pegging, while wonderful, won't, sol <laughs> won't solve your underlying relationship issues, which is essentially him saying, you're not going to peg your way out of your problems. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone's listening and they thought pegging was the answer Yeah, you think everything. you're going to peg your way out of your problems? You're not going <laughs> to peg your way out of your relationship problems. Okay, so... The that, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry well, no, there's no, no. one more. I, I have nothing else. Oh, okay. And then they, I, so he's giving advice and he goes... So they should again start small, said Barrett. Maybe delegate a few tasks that were hers to him, and she could tell him how she wants them done. Whatever it is, dishes, laundry, cocksucking. Fuck off. It's in the thing. It literally says <laughs> I it. didn't goes, read the whole thing because oh, I knew people weren't going to want no, it. No, it literally says dishes, Danny couldn't laundry? help himself, the begging guy. I prepared She says the shit. girls' tasks. He, sa he literally says do some, di yeah, get him to delegate a few girls' tasks to him. Like dishes, laundry, or cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you, like you I just send that to your chick. Be like, here's your. That was uh, Lenny's joke. He goes, my uh, my uh, wife uh, fucking uh, she, she she never gives me a blowjob because the word jobs in the title, right? And he goes, so I put it on the grocery list because she always gets things on the grocery ship. Then her mom took the grocery <laughs> list. <laughs> Lenny, Classic. Lenny fucking rules dude. I love dude that these things are all, are like the epitome of like wokeness and all that stuff but then they're like yeah dude chick shit like laundry, laundry and dishes, dick sucking dick sucking <laughs> and you're like wait are there gender roles or not because your last article was like how they don't exist right, right. and now it's just like yeah you know chick shit Reggie goes, oh, you should, uh, I want to do chick shit. You go, well, tell him to make no difference then. Tell him <laughs> yeah, to tell him nothing there's, then. Yeah, tell him there's no such thing so... <laughs> I'd love if this guy was a burly dude. I wanted to, so this thing came up. So we were talking about how, um, how 
if you um the people on the internet i think this was on a patreon but there's people on on the internet that were like faking having disabilities like autism and stuff right mm-hmm. so there's this whole autism section of basically uh tiktok and they have it, they find their little community and then there's all these people that are kind of faking it right did we talk about this last week yes yeah okay okay yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. that's my point yeah. oh, okay so but there's this whole fucking community of people and they're posting about it right so i was kind of digging deep into it or whatever and they did a test that says if you're autist autistic which all of the things sound like you yeah i was gonna say <laughs> i want to do the test that's i have the question give me the test <laughs> So we'll go through. So these are, and you for your listening at home. I, I will say that almost every girlfriend I've ever had has been like. Well, that's my chick. Like, she was like yeah, looking yeah. at the thing, and she goes, "They're all, all of the things are just you." <laughs> let's make. Let's do it. Okay, so there is a few that I, I'm not sure which way they're going, but I just wrote down the questions. We're not actually going to go through the whole thing, but so okay, so this would be like a first uh, thing. Do you find that you have a sense of humor that's different than the mainstream? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like I'm not going to peg my way out of this problem. <laughs> well, you do. Well, you like when you do Holocaust jokes on stage. Yeah, would you yeah. consider that mainstream comedy? Your taste, the, your, the kind of jokes you're into? Correct. So this is the kind of stuff. Do you ever notice patterns? I do. <laughs> That's what the, the thing is about these tests. It's because it's like you get to be in the you get to be in the neurodivergent now, right? right? Yeah, yeah. I'm so a, I'm a, all of the things are just like fairly normal. Like, do you basically, ever? Basically, I'm going to finish up this quiz with a disability. So. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Once we finish this test, you get to go on autism Twitter I with go, your people. I go, I'm dis- disabled TikTok. Because, well, for noticing patterns, yeah. that's pretty standard for you. Every time I see you, you know, I walk by, you're on the open mic, and you're like, white people be like this, black. People. <laughs> Someone drops pencils. I'm like 97 pencils. That's definitely 97 pencils. You're always you're always noticing patterns, oh, right? Yeah. So that's a big thing for you. Like chicks be like this, men be like this. <laughs> girls be shopping. Remember, you just said that before. Girls be shopping. Girls do be shopping. <laughs> okay. Do you stay away from situations where people might express affection for you? No, uh, maybe fuck so, yeah, yeah, maybe some. You oh, you consider yourself a big affection guy, Daniel? Not enough, like I'm not. Well, all these are a bit me too, but yeah, sometimes you're a big affection. Oh, I feel like we're just. A, you're a kind of a PDA I feel like guy is, now. Actually, sometimes that's what I'm saying. Sometimes I am. PDA that's a guy. new thing that you're a PDA guy. Yeah. Danny probably I never held a girl's hand in public, and now he's fucking tongue down his throat at the fucking. Center of well, that's the what I'm saying. Maybe I'm not. Gardens. Maybe this is just like a fucking cool dude test, <laughs> and I'm just passing the cool dude test. Well, I think your autism rubbed off a little bit. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of what happened, right? Yeah. Okay, so here's one. Do you feel like you're being persecuted in some way? Always. <laughs> Would you say that some of your people have a bit of a persecution? <laughs> <complex>? <laughs> yeah. Like only for the last six thousand years. <laughs> have you ever have you ever mentioned that people like you were being persecuted? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have been. I mean, it's kind of verifiable. Yeah. Have you ever been on Passover? <laughs> you think people were like during fucking World War Two or like walking around with the yellow armbands, being like, <laughs> I and you go, this sucks. You go, oh, fucking fucking persecution complex over here. <laughs> this guy with the per- you go, I don't want to wear the yellow armband. He goes, classic right. persecution complex. <laughs> persecution complex. <laughs> Okay, um, so do you uh, ever have the urge to jump over things? <laughs> jump over? That's really one of the questions? 
Yeah, that's an interesting one. So you know, like they're like let's say that you saw, like a sewer. Yeah, yeah, you're like I can't step on that. No, I can step on them. You can step on yeah, them. Yeah, I can but you have an them. urge to jump to conclusions, which I, I do. <laughs> yes, I do have an urge. To jump you have to the jump to conclusions, <laughs> Matt. <laughs> That was the best. Okay, so you have an so you don't have an urge to jump. So you're one for no, five right now. I'm one for, for four for five. Four for five. Do you take pride in your appearance? A bit. No, a you regular don't. amount. You think you take pride in your I mean, appearance? I'm not like fucking. I, I mean, I, I, I got a, a nice haircut last week. I didn't mean. I don't want to like be the. I'm not. Oh, I I'm wearing this because I was on my way to the gym. I'm not trying to do this test to make you feel bad about yourself. Yeah, but like, no one's ever mentioned that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a metro. When I met you, you go. I buy all my shirts online, like in, on, on like this one website. That's yeah. Just, so what? Steve Jobs is fucking autistic. No. Yeah. Uh, me, oh, I, maybe I, <laughs> Hey, rest my case. So, oh, so I guess Steve Jobs isn't no. fashionable now. No, I have. Some, you think I Steve some... Jobs takes pride in his appearance? No, he's just as fucking simplifying his life. That's correct. Yeah. My my obviously I, my point is this test is bullshit. Well, no. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> like I, I mean, I don't. Pride. I'm not like a like I'm not like the most prideful, but I'm not like a someone who goes, "Yo, you have barbecue sauce on your face." I also could be like misinterpreting this question that if you take pride in your appearance, you're autistic. Right. I no, think I think so, it's though. the opposite. Yeah. It's a, if you're like a slob that wears track pants out. Yeah. Like I don't wear track. I don't wear track pants out. No, but you do. My girlfriend even she's like, you should wear track pants. Let me ask like, you a question: do you, do you wear the same pants most days? Yeah. Do you wear? I own. Three have you ever owned like a big blue like Costanza bubble jacket sort of situation? <laughs> that's <laughs> a that's a fucking dude. Drake has that. That's a fucking Drake literally has that same jacket. You think you dress like Drake? I don't dress like Drake, but I have a Patagonia jacket that Drake has. You're gonna tell me that I don't take pride in my appearance wearing the same clothes as Drizzy Drake. <laughs> you're the guy, the six god. You have a fucking huge ass bubble jacket, and you're like, you, I'm like Drake. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm like Drake. No, you, you're like George Costanza. Is exactly who you like. <laughs> you and Drake, it's Cortex. Okay. Do you prefer to do things on your own, even when you could use others' help or expertise? Uh, like, for example, fixing yeah. your girlfriend's bed. Yeah. <laughs> I put together a bed. Actually, she didn't help. I don't know why that one's super autistic. I guess the idea I is, think it's just you don't work well with people. You don't work well with people, and I think they're also saying that uh, maybe you don't even like uh, trust other people. Like, you have to do it your own way. Yeah, but I think there is a thing with like people who are autism where they're like, they really don't work well with other people. Right. Which would be a funny dynamic on this podcast if I was super autistic and just like, you're just asking me questions, and I'm like, I'd give you nothing back. I'd rather do this myself. Yeah. 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 Still here? <laughs> You you do sort of consider yourself Mr. Fix-It sometimes. Like, even we came here, we got the air conditioner here, and it was kind of like uh, on and off, and Danny's always like, oh, I could rig up something. That well, they, I was <laughs> looking to buy a timer on Mr. Amazon, but they don't make them for the voltage of these but, air conditioners. So it might be, just, you might describe that as something. I'm not you, Mr. Fix-It. My friends you think who are you actually are. Mr. Fix-It <laughs> like, laugh at the idea that fucking I can handy and well, also my family. So you might say that your friends say that you do, you try to do it on your own when you probably could have used the help or expertise no, of others? No, no, no. I know where my depth, like I had to hang a TV at my place. Right. I'm not fucking trying that. I was like, no, I that'd be ridiculous. But like little things, I'll, I'll, you know, I put together my bed and my couch and all my This desk. test is crazy though, right? Where they go, Gee, I, I, that's like every dad. They're like, oh, it's a little bit autistic. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? I don't know. They just, you ever do the socialism like where you find the political scale test and it's just like, they basically, it's for people that want to have a neurodivergent thing to say they are. 
You know, like, or it's the equivalent of they, they always do this. They'll be like, oh, let's find out if you're a socialist or capitalist. Like, question one. Do you f- tend to prefer socialism or capitalism? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like they're, they're always, it's so obvious. You know what I mean? And you go, I'm very much this. And you go, you're basically just, the, all you need is one question to just, I, I, I always say that joke is the family matters where there's the chalkboard on the, the car. They say, just drive uh, right on the chalkboard. How fast do you think you're going? That's mm-hmm. the speedometer. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all of these tests or they go, they could start out by what do you think you are? And you know what the questions are. So you just end up with what you think yeah, you are. For definitely confirmation bias. Those. Exactly. What else we got? Okay. Five more. Do you five do you, more? Yeah. Okay. Do you get a, or maybe more, do you get a pleasurable tingling sensation in the head, scalp, or back of the body in response to certain sounds? Like a cha-ching, does ass, maybe. Does ass count as back of the body? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. What sound would that be? Uh, <laughs> do you get a, do you get a tingling in your back when you hear, uh, No, I don't get tinglings. No tingling? Not even cha-ching? That's an aut- autism thing where you get you, a, Danny, a tingling? You don't even get a t- oh. I mean, you probably, I'll tell you what you do get, a bit of a tingling sensation in your ass when you hear, dring, dring, because <laughs> you have the vibrator on, because you have, <laughs> dring, dring. I didn't even know that. I was like, there are a lot of these things. I'm like, yeah, I've heard of this stuff. I go, tingling? Then <laughs> he gets a bit of a tingling in his ass when you hear, dring, dring. I get a bit of a tingling when, when, my, Thank you. when my girlfriend turns on the remote battery power vibrator <laughs> underwear. Dring. All right. Do you dislike it when people drop by and visit you uninvited? Yes. <laughs> it's just everybody. Just every person. <laughs> <No. Yeah. laughs> Who the fuck likes what that? What psycho is going, I'm uh, <laughs> dropping in. You go, okay. Yeah, what psycho likes that? Do you have problems finding your way to new places? Yes. Yeah. I have poor spatial ability. Yes, 100%. me too. That's also me. Have you been accused of staring? <laughs> no. I'm, if anything, jugs I'm, uh, count. Jugs count? No. No, I've never been a starer. If anything, I've been like too far in the other direction where I won't stare. But I'm not like a no. You've been eye- accused of what? No eye contact? No, no, I'm not a no eye contact guy. I'm an exact normal amount of eye contact. But like, I won't be, I won't stare. Some Sometimes of these I'll are, stare off in the distance. Some of these are weird. Do you like tongue kissing? Sure. Yeah, I don't know like what that's trying to prove or whatever, right? <laughs> I wanted to be autistic like, people do or don't. <laughs> don't. They don't for sure. Right, because it's, it's like gross. gross to them. Yeah, 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 okay. it's gross. And then last, this one, the the final things turns out you're not autistic cuz it says the last question is, do you dislike it when people walk behind you? <laughs> Do so, I dislike it? No, I'm always well. Impressed. Daniel, his whole thing is he walks like 400 miles in front of everyone. So that I'm just a fast walker. I'm I fucking surround myself with slow ass walkers. Is the problem? <laughs> Everyone's uh, yeah, it's everyone else's fault. I'm a faster walker than you. I'll fucking prove no because that. you have something to prove though. No matter how fast anyone's walking, you're in front of. I'm them. telling you, you put me by myself. I walk the exact same pace. Yeah, I don't think it's it's in my app in my phone. It says exactly the pace I walk. I guarantee you, I walk the exact same speed regardless of who. Which I'm wouldn't be such a problem if. We weren't in a hurry. You're with girls, and you don't know where you're going. Yeah, no. The real <laughs> the real issue is like I'm literally with girls sometimes who are just smaller, way and then, smaller, and then I'm no like, one's in a hurry. Nobody's in a hurry, and I just and you don't app. know where you're going. Yes. The the thing is, everyone's rushing to catch up, and then you realize you walk fucking. The I wrong- will say this though: ninety percent <laughs> of the time, I do know where I'm going. But I have this thing where I, because I keep actually noticing this with once you brought it up, is I'll be walking, and then in my mind, I'm following you, even though you're like ten feet behind me. I'm just going in the direction, but we're all sounds going- a little autistic. I know. I'm saying that. I'm admitting it. Where I go, like in my mind, I go like, oh, I'm following you. You're behind me, but we're all going this direction, so I'll just like go. And then I'm like, oh, nobody's following it. It's the blind leading the blind. 
It's, that's my, it's always the blind leading the blind. But I'm you. getting there faster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shit. <laughs> Anyways, what am I, 12% autistic? All right. Anyways, for uh, by the time this comes out, the, there's some tickets to the 11 o'clock show because I think everyone thought it was sold out. So a few more got opened up for the 11 o'clock show in the New York taping. Um, other than that, leave us a review. Bonus episode every week, patreon.com slash the boys cast questions to the boys cast with Ryan long at gmail.com. Tell a friend review comments, comments on how autistic you think I am out of a <laughs> one to a hundred autistic boys unite. And if you are an autistic boy, just so you know, we're neurodivergent. We're not called autistic. We're neurodivergent. We're, we're neurodivergent guys like me. I'm actually going to change my fucking Twitter bio. You know what Danny is? He's narrow D virgin. <laughs> Come on, that damn it. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, no, narrow right. D virgin. He's a narrow deed virgin. That's, someone's going to use that against <laughs> someone who says, I'm, I'm neurodivergent. You're like, more like a fucking narrow D virgin. <laughs> Nerd fucking. Get him. All right. Thank you very much. Peace. Bye. Accidentally, four boys. <laughs>